I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 466th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today on this beautiful morning with my fellow co-hosts. We have uh, we have the lovely, as always, Lord Yushiro. Some say good morning. Some say. <laughs> I hope I hope everybody does. Um and then Ohio Ohio Gazimas. There we go. Um and then uh, uh we also have uh we also have the uh, wonderful uh Claude Nine, the newcomer. Hello The wonderful as That's always. The energy we need here. This is the good oh, energy. Yeah. This is the good energy, the good mojo. Good mojo Jojo. The good mojo Jojo here. Uh, and welcome to the Puckle Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. Uh, today, I guess, is kind of in between. I don't know. It, it, it's weird. People people are still like trading Pokemon cards like they're stocks right now on Facebook. <laughs> oh, like, oh my it's, god, it's disgusting. Like they're treating it Let's like investments. Let's talk about that in the news in the topic because that, that that I have a whole bunch to say about that. Uh, we can talk about you know what, Claude. If you sign up in like three weeks, we could totally do a topic on that. I'd they're trading Great. like their currency after an oh yeah ap- uh, apocalyptic no. event, kind of like in Fallout. They use like the bottle caps. Dude, it's crazy. Oh yeah, they're spiking right now. On Facebook, I I like I'm still part of the Verbank City group, and it's literally just mm-hmm. guys like, "Hey, I went to Walmart and I bought this many." And then there's people at Target like waiting for like the shipments to be put on the shelves. Why? Like because because uh um ever since Logan Paul did his video, <sighs> like the world is just like, "Oh wow, there's money in Pokemon cards." And so now everybody's going and buying them and is creating a, is creating artificial demand. Oh, great. And so everything's more expensive right now in Pokemon. Thanks, Logan Paul. Yeah, no, I mean, and then everything that Logan Paul, like, did his videos on ended up being fake cards, which is kind of funny. Okay. But it's, uh, it, it's just been nuts. The whole thing's just been nuts. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. I, like, po- so, like, they're posting, like, people are just like, I have this old card. Should I get it graded? And it's just like, oh my gosh, calm down. <laughs> God, I've have stopped looking at how much these cards cost. Oh, it just it's I gone check. ridiculous. Yeah. It's gone ridiculous. Oh god. Pokemon used to be like a reasonable like trading card game to play. Yeah. And and I don't know that that's the case anymore. Oh my god. It used to be Yu-Gi-Oh is was the most expensive then Magic and then yeah. Pokemon was supposed to be the economic version, you know, the economic so, option. To actually play, it's less expensive. 
Yes, but like I agree all with of that. like the vintage and rare cards from Pokemon are just receiving so much hype right now. Yes. Oh God. Uh, yeah. Like a lot of content creators, including like A Drive, are really like riding that wave. Oh. Well, it's smart. I mean, I mean, it is. They it know is smart. there's a big market for it right now, where people love to see them open these like incredibly rare thousand dollar cards. I think he makes money on it before he even posts the video too, because he has like people claim the packs before he cracks them, and like they pay something like. They pay like a thousand dollars or something sometimes for these packs. Well, sometimes, mm. like, I understand some of it where it's like, oh, this box costs like yeah, thirty, yeah. forty thousand dollars. And if you want to buy a pack from it, we'll send you everything in it. And he obviously charges a little bit of a premium because he's the one going out and doing this. Yep. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I, we it's should crazy. do this. We should do this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It's the worst thing. We should definitely yeah, do we this. We should definitely get in on this. <laughs> <laughs> We should definitely think about it. Yeah, no, it's I, that's the the big thing that I've been noticing in Pokemon. Moreover, more than anything, I mean, I did Fall League this week too. I did do my first rounds of battles in Fall League. Yeah, I got hacked a lot one battle. I couldn't believe it. Uh, it was on, it was the easy team, so like I expected to lose anyway. But I got I got poisoned by Sludge Bomb twice in a row. I Ooh. think they they muddied water. They muddy watered. And got both of my po- both of my Pokemon both got accuracy drops both of them at the same time from one muddy water, and then I missed every single time after that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was really funny to watch. It was absolutely awful. It was all of the hacks. No, that that's happened to me. On the flip side, I've been challenging some of them, and it's I've gotten hacked every single time. Yeah, like good. Gotten down to eight left. I lived on eight HP. Oh nope, the skull's gonna burn you, and you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, muddy water accuracy? Okay. My facade's gonna just miss the next turn, and I'm gonna lose because of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, well, you know, when I don't get hacks, I win. And when I do get hacks, I lose. Yep. <laughs> that, usually that's what happens, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Pokemon. This is Pokemon. This is why, this is the game that yeah, we all, all that we all love, in quotes. Uh, <laughs> well, there's no quotes around that. That's true. That's absolutely true. I, I Pokemon battles themselves are just like very uh they're very RNG based. And I, I think that's I think that's part of it because unlike some like this is really bad to say, but like unlike some sports, you don't have to be good to win all the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can be lucky. Yeah. I think it's I think that's one of the best things about playing competitive Pokemon is that oh, yeah. you don't always have to be good. Like you like even the under like the underdog has a chance. Yeah. Like it's always there. Like even unfavorable type matchups can have a chance if the hacks fall in their favor. And oh, yeah? I, I, I think that's something that's really wonderful about the game and something that everybody should remember and really appreciate and treasure. Yeah. It just makes it exciting. Otherwise it should just be incredibly predictable. Yeah, no, I, I'm not looking for like chess here, right? Cause like chess has exactly, gotten to the point. Yeah. Chess is disgusting mm-hmm. because chess, chess has gotten. Okay. Have you seen like top, like, grandmasters yes. play I have. like there was that there was that one tournament that they were going like two grandmasters were playing against each other for like the world championship or whatever they were in like 56 games and they had so many draws well yes yeah. like that that is the hard part about chess is that it's so easy to draw especially at the high yeah level. yeah exactly and that's what i don't like yeah because there's no hacks if that there's queen no would have been frozen out of that first <laughs> yeah, ice exactly Trust me, it would have been much more exciting. If that sleep powder would have hit that queen, let me tell you, the game would have been over. <laughs> that's that is what chess is missing. You're right. It just needs status. Exactly. It needs it needs status conditions and accuracy checks. <laughs> oh my 
my god. When when you try to when you try to take the pawn with the queen, you have to roll you have to roll a twenty sided die. <laughs> Um, and then if you get a one, if you get a one or a two, it's over. He if you get a one or a two, the queen doesn't take the pawn and it has to go back. <laughs> you have to make a different move. <laughs> no, your move's just over. That's how this works. It goes to one space beforehand. Like it meets. The <laughs> they go face to face. There we go. Perfect. Yes. There you go. Uh, we've just made chess way better. Okay. I'm just oh, letting, no. we've just made chess way better. Somebody it's not needs hard to do nowadays. this. This used to be a thing now. I like uh, with with the advent of accuracy like role playing games, the accuracy checks in chess. I feel like that's a great way to spice it up. No, oh, no. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Best idea of twenty twenty. Yeah, uh, Thatch just fixed chess. Just let everybody know <laughs> we fixed chess. It's over. Uh, we made and it's it on every more... single every single like piece take. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it will different, different accuracy. No, no, different accuracy for different pieces. You gotta spice okay. it up, okay? And different like overtakes, right? Like, like it, it depends on what piece is facing which piece. You know, maybe one's holding bright powder. You never know. Gotta use that. I you gotta use that, that waterstone to evolve those pawns into queens. That's uh, that's gen, that's gen two of chess though. Is when we start introducing <laughs> held items. Okay. Please no. Please no. The pieces all hold different items depending on on that way you can customize your chess your chess set. Next thing you're gonna say the queen's gonna mega evolve. Oh yeah. man, that's Gen six though. Um, okay. so we, we got quite a ways to go. Um, in Gen five, we're just gonna push all the pieces off the table and just put up new ones that nobody knows anything about. It'll be checkers. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what we're gonna do alright so gen 5 is checkers gen 5 is back just, to gen 6 it's just checkers <laughs> and then gen 6 the, all the pieces come back uh, but you can oh, use check, but you could use check, you could use checkers pieces <laughs> but it's 3D chess now <laughs> <laughs> alright so then gen 8 is you get one piece that can move anywhere but it's like twice the size yes it, well, <laughs> it, takes, up, it takes up four spaces you know instead yeah. Of, yeah that's it <laughs> okay but it can only do that for three moves <laughs> Uh, all right. So with that, with that out of the way, uh, we got some news to talk about. So let's kick it on over to the news segment. Let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a lot of things to talk about today. Some are exciting. Most of them are Pokemon Go. <laughs> and actually, Pokemon Go segment's pretty short today. Uh, we have a bigger Puckle news, I think. Yeah, Puckle news is exciting. All right, so the Pokemon Company International have announced a new competition for trading card game players, the Pokemon Team Challenge. Starting now, stores can sign up to take part in the Team Challenge. Those stores you should go to. <laughs> don't oh, go God. please don't um from there if you do be safe yes from there players can participate in competitions using pokemon trading card game online as part of their their store to participate in the competition you will need to participate through your store and be locked to that store for the qualifiers if your team wins you enter the playoffs and can enter the grand final which is due to happen by the end of may that's actually kind of cool that's yeah. interesting um yeah. i'm not i'm gonna read this blue part because it shouldn't be divided up but you'll oh, get okay, the next mind. one. Um, Sorry. Teams in the top 256 
will receive special team challenge playmats for four team members. Top 32 will re- uh, receive top 32 playmats. Battles run for the standard format of 2021 and run at the following dates. The qualifiers are December 5th to December 19th. Qualifiers round two are January 6th to February 28th. Playoffs are March 20th to May 2021. And the grand final is May 2021. The regions that can enter are the traditional Pokemon TPCI regions. It is uh, North America, Europe, Latin America, and Oceania. This is actually pretty cool. I didn't know about this until I just read it now. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know they were doing it. The only thing that I think is weird is that you have to do it at a store. You have to go to a store. Yeah. you're a team. And well, no, I like the idea of a team thing. Like I, I would prefer it if it were like How I think does I understand team challenge works though for KCG. I don't understand if it's like, hey, we're all playing on individual accounts, or if it's just like one account that you all drive together. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because they do have that for Hearthstone. Yeah, Ooh. and I, I, I know that like when Magic does their team stuff, it's you have three people playing at the same time. It like different decks like at the same people. time. Uh, some uh, yeah, usually it's different decks or okay. formats, like. And it's yeah. Let me take a look. Let me let me let me take a look at the play because uh, I haven't been paying attention this week. This this has been an exciting week. Do you wonder why? Is there something more important you should have been paying attention to? That? Come on. Yeah, I know. I should have been paying attention uh, solely to uh, the team challenge. Well, solely to the team challenge in uh, in Pokemon. This is on me. So this is, where's our Puckle team? So apparently, we have to be at a store together. So I don't know. <laughs> that was that we store. Pretend. We we can be on Discord, a Discord store together, right? It's that incredible. Counts. We've had more com- uh more commentary on how we would own a oil tanker instead of just having a store. So there has been conversation about owning a store. Oh, like when we get together and dis and like Discord in the voice chat, we talk about it. But like, I I feel like the logistics would be like Sigma would be the one taking it seriously, and then the yeah. rest of us would just be kind of screwing around. <laughs> uh, I, I, I kind of think that's where I'm at with it. Uh, with uh, I don't want to say you're wrong, but <laughs> with Linian and uh, and Shimu just opening packs in the back. Yeah, no, that's exactly them. it. Yeah, that's they're opening it so they can put out the singles, and then they, then we only have Pokemon on top of that, which apparently is the good move right now. Mm. And as we were talking about, they have no details about what is what is going on in terms of like how you play. If it's just like. Team Challenge kicks off. The uh, individual stores will host qualifier tournaments via the Pokemon TCG Online. The winners, blah, blah, blah. Uh, once the teams are in place for each store, they will compete against teams from other stores. Each bracket will be a 3v3 round robin competition against another team. There you go. Oh, so it's a 3v3. I wonder if it's yeah. like everyone's playing the same format or. Yeah, I, I, I just really, formats. I still really hate that we have to. No, no, it's all the same format. Oh, okay. Uh, they said standard for 2021. I am upset that you still have to go to a store. I'm I'm sure that the, it's them trying to um save their yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's, it's it sounds like a move to just to get people to say to save to be in there and ready. Yeah, save those stores, scram poppy stores that really are them. That's their key of making money. So yeah, no, I I, I mean I don't blame them because those stores are definitely hurting right now. Mm-hmm. Like they, those stores are hurting and. I mean, I I don't go there for Pokemon TCG anymore. I go there mostly for, like, RPG stuff. I, I completely understand, and I think your local yeah. game store should survive if you can help it survive. Um, well, get your t- speaking of survives, if yes. you're looking for max raid dens, have shifted and are now promoting various bugs and poison-type Pokemon during the month of November. Woo! They're running out of ideas. 
They've, well, it's been a few years, uh, or a couple of years. It's been <laughs> one year. This it hasn't oh even my. been a year. Sword and Shield's these... anniversary is, is in like two weeks. Everything just seems so long yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. This, this year has been so long. This year has been a decade. Yes. Yes, it has. <laughs> oh, the newest Poco- uh, episode of Twilight Wings has been released in Japan as well. So, uh, currently unclear when it's going to get to the US version will be released. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, I watched the Japanese version. It was, it was, it was okay. I'd like to re- I'd like to see it in English. Um, it's, it's really awkward and it takes kind of like a different tone compared to the tone that the other seven episodes took where it felt like it was like somewhat of a story. This one's like a filler. Yeah, this one's just like Leon invites you to the champ, the Galartar tournament, and that's it. Mm. It's it's really weird because they like try to do like players' point of view things. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. I have to catch up with Twilight. The first seven were okay. I mean, I wouldn't. I'd still think the best like animation they've ever done for Pokemon is still Generations. Uh, so animation wise, I think Twilight Wings is better in terms of in terms of the art. Yes, in like I understand the like I and I too prefer a lot of like the design and art style of Generations. I think the actual animation though of everything. Is I just meant the better. story. The story and what uh like what they were trying to do with Generations oh, yeah. versus what they're trying oh, to no, do. No, I think Wings. that's much better. I'm just yeah, that's all I meant. But is it better than Black and White? Uh, the Black and White two thing just had like that one thing that was still pretty hype. <laughs> but like it, it just said the one thing anyways if you are looking for more battling in your life uh you can register for the battle spot singles for, uh format event the tundra tourney yes it's open until november 12th uh the event runs from the 13th through the 15th only crown tundra pokedex pokemon are permitted and if mm-hmm. you enter you get 50 battle points yay yeah swanky i wish the rewards were better <laughs> <clears throat> right Yes, because it doesn't say anything about if you win or lose. Or- no, no, no. If you participate, you get 50 battle points. And like, That's I wish it, it was more like the one where it's just like, here's the different ball guy shirt. Like, that was, <laughs> I prefer that. I prefer that yeah. to 50 battle points. Like, give me some swag for participating in your tournament. Yeah. Or better yet, give them like the different balls. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Them, like, oh, oh here, my gosh. If they gave 10. me a friend ball for participating, I would oh love it. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. That's what they need. That's what Pokemon really needs to do with these rewards is just give us the fun balls. Yeah. And then, you, I mean, your participation will go up for sure. I also liked when they used to give you just like a random Pokemon too. Like here's here you can, here's a distribution you can get if you just participate and you do three mm-hmm. battles. I miss that. All right, so we've entered the Pokemon Go News Hour. Uh, the Pokemon Go nine minute half hour news hour. <laughs> we are here for the uh, for the Pokemon Go this month's research breakthrough in November is Togetic. Fun fact: we talked about this last month. Um, also, currently until November sixteenth, Lugia is the far- five star rating counter. So go get Lugia if you haven't gotten it yet. Uh, Pokemon has also announced its Community Day event events. It should be events for November, which are actually two um, separate events, uh, both Electabuzz and Magmar. And I guess I'll let uh, Jushiro fill you in on those details. <laughs> Absolutely. We talked about Elect- this last week, but we can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, w- really quickly, Electabus, uh, uh, it's from November 15 from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. 
Uh, Electrovire will learn Flamethrower. Electcade will hatch out of a 2K egg. Uh, and special time research, uh, to provide Salem stones and electric for Electrobus paid research. And then the Magmar will be from the 21st, uh, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. with Magmort that will be able to learn Thunderbolt, which is crazy. For me, at least, Magmi, uh, in a 2K egg and a special time research to provide Xeno stones and no match for Magmar quest paid research so they're doing it because it's flip-flop they both can actually learn these moves like in game really yeah 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 electabuzz and magmar lines are like really intertwined i know i kind of knew electabuzz would uh would learn uh, electabuzz because i've had used electabuzz to uh, uh to do a game once but i've never actually used magmar so the thunderbolt was coming by surprise no, oh. yeah magmortar sets typically run it Magmortar gets th- uses Thunderbolt quite a bit. The real issue, like competitively, is that like Electivire goes from being a special attacker as an Electabuzz to a physical attacker as an Electivire. Oh, but Magmar to Magmortar stays special. It, it gets a little slower too. Yeah, but he gets Motor Drive, so you just do that old that old uh, Gyarados Switcheroo. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's it. That doesn't work anymore. Please don't. I mean, it would work against Regieleki because all it can do. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Claude, tell us oh, more. Right. Yep. Yeah, you're, uh, you're so that color So Pokemon Go will be doing an event from now until November 12th to tie with the anime. Uh, World Cat Pikachu returns, and it can be shiny. Uh, Lugia is in five-star raids from November 5th to November 16th. That knows Aeroblast. Uh, Ivysaur, Pinsir, Golurk, Snorlax, and others will appear in raids. Uh, Bulbasaur, Execute, Cubone, Scyther, Dratini, Cyndaquil, and more will be more likely to be seen in the wild. And then Pichu, Mantike, Riolu, and Cubone will be out of seven kilometer eggs. Also, the time re- yeah, there's also a timed research inspired by the anime, and Go may appear in snapshots, uh, with a Go-themed avatar available. He is, and it's the weirdest event that's ever existed. Mm. Go, using wheeled events... What are you talking about? I it's not know. Like we it's... have a thousand Pikachus with different hats. Man, I'm going to be completely honest. I feel like Pokemon Go is scrambling real hard. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I think it outlived its life, uh, and COVID did not help. Yes. All right. So our next piece of news is uh, Go League Season 5 information is released. And who would have been surprised to find out this is what's happening? Legendary encounters will occur as rewards for players that are ranked 7 and above. Various Pokemon will learn Incinerate, Poison Sting, and Flame Wheel as attacks. Future seasons of Go Battle League will advance the rank system to 24 overall ranks, with the last four ranks being ratings-based. That's a lot of ranks, actually. Mm-hmm. It's only 10 now. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, they are they will be named Elite Veteran Master and Battle Legend, respectively. The goal is to uh, to establish Pokemon Go as an esport event, and I'm mm, mm. how is that going to happen? Good luck. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I I don't. To be completely honest, if they add it to like the roster alongside like Pokemon video game and stuff like that at regionals and stuff like that if those ever happen again if they add it i'm sure you'll get a huge turnout because that's way easier to do that's way easier to do the problem is you still have to find all these like you have to find the right pokemon with the right ivs Ah, ah, ah. so the difference is i think you you're saying that a lot of those people are gonna think about that um i i think you'll i think you're gonna have a lot of participation from people who do not focus on those types of things because i think the people that focus on that type of thing is in the minority in the pokemon go community 
overall. Then you're not going to win. Yeah, no, no, no. They're not going to win. Absolutely not. But I think the participation will be higher than BGC. Uh, I agree. Well, I don't know. VGC could be fun. VGC is a fun format right now. I think it's I think it's the healthiest it's been in a very long time. What they need to do is make a battle spot singles in the line with VGC. Yeah, I don't think battle spot singles is a good format for that. Mostly just because of the three v three nature. I don't think that's nearly as like attractive as if they had like a six v six format. Yes, but I mean, there's definitely a lot of logistical challenges with a six v six format. One being that you can't do best of threes. Um, mm-hmm. so, so you can have hacks and stuff like that happen, uh, which, and, e- stall. E- and you can have stall. And then you also have like weird timer issues right now. It's, it's a, it's a whole, uh, bag that we shouldn't open. Mm. It's a whole, it's just something that we shouldn't open. But I think if you had a, I think if Pokemon came out with an official 6v6 rule set for their tournaments, I think their participation numbers would go up. I do think VGC is a more fun format than probably whatever they would make a 6v6 format out of. Yeah. Potentially. So Because Battlespot singles isn't very balanced, in, in my opinion. You, ha- you definitely have heavy hitters. And I would say right now, at least, VGC is currently in a good place. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about how Android 9's broken, Jushiro, and then we'll move yeah, on. Yeah, due to a bug in Android 9... Relating to the Adventure Sync, incubators have shortened their hatch distance by 25% until November 13. It's an apology while they repair the issue. Good. Good. Is it, is it strange that I don't know what Android 9 really means? Is this like an old version of Android or like if it would have been... I don't know. Oh, I don't know if that's an old version 6, or not. iPhone 6, iPhone 5, I, I can understand that. But Android 9, I'm like, I don't know which type of phone is that. It's not a type of phone that's an operating system. Uh <laughs> So, like, a lot of different phones are probably running Android 9, more more than there probably exist, like, a, a bunch of other things, but... Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep that in mind. Poor Android users, I keep saying. I know, right? <laughs> All right, so our last piece, we have some Puckle news. I'll let Claude tell us the first one. All right, so we have the Fall League, which has started, and will run until the end of November. Start collecting those badges. Uh, if you are struggling to beat some of the gym leaders, uh, McGee and myself will be doing our weekly battles from the poke of the episode, uh, you know, over out and yeah. on the, on the YouTubes against all the different gym leaders this month. So each Friday we'll put out a different battle against one of the gym leaders. So if you're struggling, you can always use our team to help you. Yeah. And just use the exact same moves. <laughs> it may work in some scenarios because last week we played Thatch and I don't know who we play this week. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right, so one last thing. We did a fun stream with all of the co-hosts. Well, most of the co-hosts, I should say. Um, competing on a random ladder that I haven't told them about yet because we haven't done the stream yet. <laughs> no. Uh, check it out on YouTube. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be gonna fun. Be uh, check it out on YouTube or find the VOD on our Twitch and expect another... Expect If you missed it, don't worry. We want to... like One, I think it's just really fun for us all to do as like a team-building yeah. activity. And two... I think it's uh, I think it's going to be just a good time overall. So uh, definitely check it out. And we're I'm hoping to do another one next month if this goes really well. I'm hoping to do another next one. But you guys can also participate in these by throwing money at us on the screen. You can force a team to use a certain Pokemon for a few battles, or you can send little care packages to Jushiro. <laughs> I mean, your, your other option is if you watch the streams and you are yeah. there live, you can always join the ladder and try and beat us. That's As true too. Oh my gosh, oh, I didn't even God, think yeah. about that. Claude, oh, yeah. don't don't give them ideas. All right, on that note, we're gonna go ahead and kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're gonna quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. 
And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. So today, Claude and Jashir are going to be answering five Pokemon-themed trivia questions sent over from the Discord server. With the five questions, they can get up to eight points if they get uh, some of the bonus points and the questions correct, and they don't use their lifeline, which is a hint. They are in a race with their fellow co-host of 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. Let's do this. That's exciting. I know. They use Amazon shipping now. Fun fact. That gets me half a keychain. Gets you more than that. You can get a nice plush. For $20, you can get like a plush mm-hmm. and a keychain. Nice. Oh, and a keychain. There we go. Now I'm sold. If the ladder finishes before Christmas, they'll also send you a free ornament. Ooh. <gasps> yeah. All right. We need to just get eight points here, Thunder Shiro. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, if you guys are ready, we'll get going. This segment, as always, is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for all cool, nerdy things. They gave me a new thing to say, and I forgot it. But you can use code PokeQuiz over at uh, AnimeGravy.com to get a discount on your purchase over there. Let's jump right on into it. Our first question is going to be from Coil Builder on the Discord server. Critical Capture, the rare event in which your Pokeball's catch rate is increased, was introduced in which pair of games? Ooh. Uh, that's either Gen 5 or Gen 6. Yeah, it's exa- the exact same two that I'm thinking of. Uh, uh, I believe- I'm trying to think. Uh, I remember it happening in Gen 6. I know it definitely happened in Gen 6. I just don't remember if it happened in Gen 5. I'm in the same boat. I think I do recall having a critical in Gen 5, but now I'm... Only because of the three stars that come out, like the whole, like, dong. Did that happen in Gen 5? I did not play a lot of Gen 5, and this is why I don't remember. Oh, man. Um, Gen 5, Gen 6, Gen 5, But Gen you're right. I think you might be right, though. I, I think it could have definitely happened in Gen 5. Um, what do you want? What do you think? We should go with Gen 5 or Gen 6? Let's go with Gen 5, because I know it happened in Gen 6, and I don't think... I feel like we would have heard... I would have heard more about it being there. Yeah. If it was, like, or it being a new feature. Right. I don't remember hearing about that as a new feature in Gen 6. So I'm, I would go with 5. Okay, then black and white. Black and white is correct. Oof. That is exactly where it happened. Oof. That's where critical capture is introduced. Um, enjoy that piece of trivia. I didn't actually there know it was go. Gen 5. I never actually thought about when critical capture was introduced. I've just accepted it as a thing that exists now. It just happens, yeah. Uh, so our next question is going to be from Trainer Sleeve. Not including forms or megas, which Pokemon has the longest name? Oh. Not including forms or megas, what Pokemon has the longest name? Yeah. Uh, I would say for Alligator, no? Because that one doesn't uh, even, didn't even fit. (laughs) Alright, so Stack Attacka is nine. How much is for Alligator? Also nine. Ooh. Okay, so what what could have ten in their name? Um, I wonder if Alomomola is... Alomomola. That's also nine. Son oh, of a gosh. gun! What's going on here? Uh, I, I, maybe I can't spell. Uh, this is much more difficult. Far fetched. Still nine, because it's the same amount of. Uh, I'm gonna give you the free hint and let you know that they increased the Pokemon ca- name character limit in Gen Six. Okay. Just so you're very aware. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, and they did utilize it since then. Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple of them. Uh, gosh, this is much. Um, oh, it could be Stone Journer. Ooh, Copperaja. How, how many of those? I think those are both ten. Um, I think Copperaja is a good one. I think Stone Journer could possibly be there. Uh, I like Copperaja though. That that that, that seems like at least ten. 
Anything else before we throw that one in? Or do you want... Well, we already have it. I'm trying to think of anything else that could possibly be there. I'm going to need an answer. I have to check one more thing that's not going to know. Oh, not going to know. That's that's nine. Then Kaparaja, then. Yeah. Kaparaja is unfortunately incorrect. The (sighs) answer is... I mean, you're not going to hate yourself. The answer is Krabominable. With 12 letters. Oh, nope, would have never guessed it. And Liger says, uh, in his little comment, more like crab hoovenable. Exactly. Yeah. Being one of the, one of, being one of the few Alolan Pokemon left out of Swish alongside two cannon in Kamala. I like crab roller as a Pokemon. I, I do. Uh, it's just, I wish it was in Swish. Maybe it will be one day. Maybe one day. I'm not holding my breath right now. <laughs> All right. Our next question is your Pokedex entry question. The way this works is I'm going to give you a Pokedex entry. You tell me what Pokemon that is. If you ride the struggle bus too hard, I'm going to give you a second Pokedex entry. If you get it on the first Pokedex entry without my help, you get two points. If you get it after my second Pokedex entry, you get one point. If you don't get it at all after any of those, it's zero. So let's begin. This next one is going to be from the British Gent. It's Pokedex Shield Entry States. All it takes is a glare from this Pokemon to take the lives of those with evil in their hearts, or so they say. Who's that Pokemon? Okay, so it's Pokemon Shield, so you know it's only those 400. Um, no, it's not, it's Pokemon Shield encompasses all of them now. Like, all of them that are in there, so like all 700. Oh, so. it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it can't be Crabominable. <laughs> I mean, anything that's in, in there. Yeah, is a, yeah. <laughs> I also think like some of the legendaries didn't get dex entries and stuff like that too. Uh, that does sound like a. It sounds like someone that can use glare. Yeah, evil in their hearts. Uh, so it could be Drudagon. Sounds like an option. Uh, Dunsparce. It has to be a justice type Pokemon if it's like oh the evil in their hearts and he can remove it or do something with a glare. It sounds to me something like like a fighting Pokemon. I'm trying to remember what's the name of the the Kung Fu pun uh, from Armored Island. Oh, uh, oh, I mean Kung Fu, but oh, maybe it's like Galarian Articuno. Ooh, because it has freezing glare. As yes, yes, that's great. Uh, I like that one. Yes, let's go with that. Let's go with All that. All right, second Dex entry. It's Pokedex <laughs> Sword entry reads as it waits for the right moment to unleash its Gigantamax power. This Pokemon. Per- maintains a perfect one-legged stance it won't even twitch one-legged stance it won't even twitch gigantamax isn't that the the evolution for kafu urshifu but i don't uh, doesn't he it's like one leg yeah i guess it could be urshifu then i can't think about anything else that could be on one leg other than it's not a hoot hoot and i doubt that a glare of a hoot hoot can kill you it definitely could be urshifu um i'm gonna need an answer do you want to go with Urshifu? I would just go with Urshifu because I can't think of anything else. Yeah, me too. There you go. Urshifu is correct. <laughs> these are specifically... Uh, you were right to share with the fighting type. These are specifically the entries for the Gigantamax Urshifu Rapid Strike form. Oh. Yes, I might not be good with names, but I'm good at lore. And, and when things make sense, like, hmm, sounds like a fighting type because they're the ones that are like the justice of, you know, the justice type. Mm-hmm. See, and that's where I thought, like, Galarian Articuno could have fit in, because it's new, it's Crown Tundra, it gets freezing glare. All right, so, this next one is from Stin. This is your multiple choice question answer. Since you guys got a question incorrect, you have a possible three points for this question. Oh, Because um, you guys are two for three right now. 
Okay. You could very easily be five for four after this one. Stin wants to know what mythical Pokemon are able to be caught in mainline Pokemon games. This excludes all side games, obviously. And these are Pokemon that you might still need an event to unlock them. Mm, Okay. That's what I was going to ask. You can catch them in the game. You aren't like getting them from the man at the Pokemon Center and just being like, go in the box now. Okay. All right. So Victini, you ready for this? Yep. Uh, I would say Victini is definitely Victini one. Victini is that. correct. Uh, so there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven answers. So I will give you a point for three. Okay. Then you get your first two. And if you get all seven, you'll get three points. All right. So are you counting Mew because you can glitch it and catch it? So Mew is correct, but not for the reason you're saying. Okay, great. Um, Celebi. Celebi Sorry, is I have, correct. I have a list of this there's that I have there's to go three. And- <laughs> That's three. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I believe you can catch Shaman. Or sorry, Deoxys is mystic- mythical, and you can definitely catch that in Oras. Yes, that is and four. Shaman too. Yes, yeah, Shaman. That's five. Um, uh, what else is mythical that matters? Um, so I know you get a mana feet egg. I don't think you actually catch mana. Feet, no. So yeah. That's and that's Ranger when you get mana feet. Uh, Jirachi, I think you also just get as a gift. I don't think you. Actually yeah, you don't catch Jirachi. Um. Oh, Darkrai. Is considered mythical, and you have to. That is that. six. Okay. I don't think Cresselia is considered mythical. Ar- Arceus? Do you battle it? Is there an event to battle it? I think there is one in Gen Five. Maybe sure, not. Maybe not. No, wait. Now I'm. I I I'll give you Arceus, and we'll call it good. Um, but it technically not because like the event never came out. Oh. Um, oh. In Gen Four, they uh, Junichi Masuda is like it's too hard, so we didn't want to do it. <laughs> um, but it's built into Gen 4. Um, so uh, my next other- one would be, would, would you consider uh, Keldeo as a mythical? Yeah. Yeah. Keldeo is okay. a mythical. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But do you Fun fight fact. him? Uh, yeah. You, 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 yeah. You can in, in Gen 5. Okay. Right. And Sword and Shield. And in Sword and Shield, yeah. <laughs> nice. So nice. Uh, that is all of them. That gives you guys three points. So you guys are five for four. Your last question, Oof. as always, is your base stat question. You do still have the hint as well. Do not forget. And this one is going to be from Jeremy. Which ghost type Pokemon has the highest base defense stat? All right. Since we have to use our hint, let's just use our hint right now. This is a... If we don't use th- it, it's an extra point, though, right? No, no. You have to no. get all the questions oh, okay. right. We got a question uh, wrong, so it doesn't matter. So the hint is, this is a dual type po- ghost type. It is uh, dual typed with steel. Oh, I wonder if it's Aegislash. Um, what was the question? Uh, what was the guess. stat again? Defense. Ghost. Yeah, well, ghost. Uh, is there another steel ghost? Uh, so I guess your your answers are Dewblade and Aegislash because I think they both have one fifty. It's uh, not a tie. I'll tell you, it's, oh, not, it's not a, a tie? tie. Oh gosh, uh, then it's one of the two. Not anymore. It's not. It's not a tie oh. anymore. It used to be. It's <laughs> not anymore. Oh, okay. Then it has to be Dewblade because I know they dropped Aegislash's stats this generation. Oh yeah, that's advanced knowledge. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. Dewblade is correct. Dewblade has a defense stat of 150. Aegislash got nerfed, and so he actually dropped to 140. Uh, Kofagrigus and Runarigus are the runners up at 145. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's a good time. I thought that, I thought they were both the same, and once you said not anymore, I'm like, oh, that's right. They did. They nerfed mm-hmm. it. Poor Aegislash. So that gives you guys six points today. Yay! That's a pretty decent turnout. Um, so up, Claude. We got it. Woo. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sort these numbers real quick, like um, using the power of science. The power of science. C to A. There we go. 
P. McGee is in first place with seven points. In a four-way tie for second place, our Whimsicott Sublime, Claude Dinajashira with six points. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. <laughs> uh, oh, right. I mean, it's a new ladder. This is what How happens. How does McGee have seven? Uh, he has seven because he helped, uh, I think, believe it was Sigma, cross the finish line. Dang it. So that's what happened. <laughs> I'm coming for you, McGee. I mean, it's just one away. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm coming. So, yeah, Either that way. is it for Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We will be back at it with more Puckle's Pokey Quiz next week check that out then but until then we're gonna kick it on over to the topic we have a new itunes review this week from andrew saw five stars i saw a thread on twitter that recommended this podcast i said why not pokemon is the hobby i love the most i love that there's a rotation of hosts for different views and openness to have conversations revolving around everything in the pokemon community as a pokemon lover since i got yellow version so long ago this is a great podcast for those who are obsessed with pokemon well, thank you, Andrew. And if you, too, would like to leave us a review, go on over to iTunes, wherever you listen to our podcast, and we'd really appreciate it, and we might read it on the show. Well, let's move on to the topic. And welcome to the topic. The topic today is going to be, I don't know what we're going to title this, but uh, Nintendo released their sales numbers for their quarterly earnings this past week for Q3 of 2018, or 2020. This isn't 2018. If only we could go back. Uh, <laughs> and have this to look forward to? Are you crazy? Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's uh, 2020, Q3. They released their numbers. One notable thing that's not Pokemon to sh- n- note is that Animal Crossing sold like 35 million copies so far. Yeah. That's more than any Pokemon. Yeah, that's more than any. Well, I don't know if it's more than like red and blue. Yeah, I know, but it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot. 35 million copies of a game in like six months. That's a lot. It was a perfect eclipse between that and COVID-19 that just created a perfect storm for people just wanting a second life. I'm also very curious to see, to know, even without COVID, if Animal Crossing would have done that well. I think it would have, personally. Really? Interesting. I think the Animal Crossing crowd, I don't know if it would have done 35 million copies, but I could see it being 20 million. I, I think it still would have done very, very well. I just that's, don't that's think, what I mean. I, I that's think because I mean. of COVID yeah. and people being stuck there and like, oh. Oh, and it became a meme. It became a island. meme right at the beginning. So right. like, and that's, that's something big we're seeing with gaming culture, I think, especially recently, is like a game becoming the uh, the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. And that like pushes it forward, like Among Us right now and stuff like that, which yes. I think is really interesting to see. Yeah, I was talking with my hairdresser yesterday about Among Us, which yeah. was nuts. I loved it. It's really cool. It's really interesting. Well, when the outside is pretty dangerous, uh, you do want to keep inside and play something virtual so you don't get killed. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. But I think Animal Crossing still would have done well just because the Animal Crossing fan base is ginormous right now. They've been waiting for a game for seven years. Uh, it, yeah, and TikTok is a thing. And everything oh, that get, gets in TikTok just completely um, goes wild and Gen Z. Those kids these days. Uh, they're great. <laughs> I love them. Go Gen C, go Zoomers, you go, you do you. You do you. More importantly, because we're a Pokemon podcast and not an Animal Crossing podcast, Pokemon numbers came out too. So we got to hear about Sword and Shield sales numbers. They are still trickling in over the year. So currently, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield are at 19.02 million sales, which is actually, which is, I mean, that's pretty nutsos. Yeah. That's a lot. I think part of it, I want to say, because the way that when Sigma and I talk about the sales numbers for Pokemon Sword and Shield is that every game on the Switch kind of gets like a Switch bump. Yeah. Because it's either um, it's either a console game that's now becoming a handheld game, or it's a handheld game now becoming a console game. 
Um, and so there's kind of like that novelty switch bump that happens, I, I think. And so a lot of a lot of series are seeing this like Zelda seeing it. Zelda's never been a s- series that's ever sold anything like 17 million copies until Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Breath of the Wild was another thing. That's a just. Yeah. 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 That's that's its own monster because that was such a game. That was a great game. It, it was just that good of a game. Mm-hmm. Like it did everything you wanted from like the first game on the Switch. Like yeah, that was the perfect way to introduce a new console. Was have such a have such a game, such a heavy hitter right there. And I, I think that's really interesting. But some of the sales numbers. So one, Pokemon Sword and Shield, I think, are still the third best selling main series game of all time. Well, let's 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 rattle off the numbers. So it's still behind Gold and Silver and Red and Blue. Uh, which is, I mean, those are the only things that are beating it. Gold and silver, yeah. red and blue. I think gold and silver at like twenty-two million. Are those uh, golden? Uh, those gold and silver and red and blue numbers include digital sales after the fact? No, like- so so they don't. Those okay. don't include those. Okay. They don't, those don't include like the digital sales. And honestly, I feel like I feel like it would kind of be it, that wouldn't be an apples to oranges type thing either. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I mean. Like, uh, because those are like old games, right? So it's understandable no, no, they, that yeah, those games they are typically, you know, yeah, they don't typically. Sale. And and we still have this this holiday year, but like in a year selling nineteen million copies. Right. When what? Gold oh, yeah. Silver is what you said twenty twenty two. Uh, it's I think it's twenty two. Yeah, I think yeah. it's twenty two. That's close. Mm-hmm. I think you didn't write it down for me, so I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's twenty two. No, it's definitely close, and I don't disagree with that. I would, I would caution you just based on like the rate of sales like the last sale like the last sales numbers we got for q2 back in july showed us at 18.22 million Mm. sword and shield numbers so just like keep that phrasing framing in mind you also have to think about like even the q1 numbers where we saw that pokemon sold something like uh what was i mean well not even q1 but like q4 2019 numbers that it was like 16 million copies back then so like you have to remember this is like it's an exponential decrease in terms of sales after the game's released i i wouldn't be surprised like claude said if there's some kind of like christmas bump because there's no pokemon game this year they are they did just come out yesterday with the um the pokemon plus expansion pack game so you you can definitely go ahead and buy that the game of the year edition (laughs) as they would colloquio always call i'm very happy um like my insides are happy and i don't think this is something that like i don't want to talk on to harp on too much but like i'm very happy they didn't call it that like a complete edition or something like that because it at least leaves the door open for something else yeah Mm -hmm. i i totally understand them putting this out the way it is i mean it's still like 90 bucks i mean we still have the west and the north of galar to fill out right right so there's some Mm -hmm. decent spaces there that could be filled and even if you look at, like, the map in the game, there's, like, a bunch of, like, blank gray space over to the side. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if um if there is more. I wouldn't be surprised if there, more, there was more. I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't any more. That's kind of where I'm at right now. That's the thing, though, is that because they did this DLC as part of an, ex- as, like, an expansion on top of base sword and shield, mm-hmm. they're going to get more people than if you look at, let's say, sun and moon to ultra uh- sun and moon. Okay, so that's I think that's a difficult comparison to say like, hey, you're going to increase the sales even more based on Christmas because of that, because the expansion pass is something that probably already would have been purchased. If the expansion pass numbers were separate, which they aren't. Yeah, I, I would say, sure, let's do that. I, I agree with you. Uh, also, the attach rate has already been like super high, mm-hmm. right? Um, this is just a way for people to continue buying Sword and Shield and have the addition of uh, the ability to buy the DLC at the same time and not have to worry about it. You don't have to get on the Internet to download it. You just have it's it. It's already there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. And I have to say, this, I, I like this, I like this winning recipe. Um, I believe that Pokemon yeah. oh. is just perfectly designed for a living world where you just need to give me a really good world and keep updating it for a few years and just give me a brand new world and keep updating that for a few years. It's, it's just this prime is for that. the future of open world Pokemon. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, well, I, even open world, I think open world's a strong word. Let's, let's, mm, let's roll back. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I really think that, I mean, you can think it's open world, Claude. I, well, no, I think this is the step towards an open world game. I don't know how I'd feel about that personally, like an open world game. You, maybe it could be sold to me, like when they do it, I'll be like, oh, this makes sense. But I, I personally like Pokemon just kind of being, and, escape, and I don't need I don't need to socialize. Oh no, right? I don't like, think he means I don't think he means like um MMO. I think he just Oh, I'm means thinking like, MMO. Why am I thinking MMO? No, no, oh my gosh. No. no, he's talking like Breath of the Wild. You yeah. know, you're absolutely right. I'm I'm wrong. I am wrong. Like if we go back to Breath of the Wild, like imagine you can do any order of any gym any route. No, no, I think that everything scales. I, I think that should absolutely. I mean, I think Crown Tundra was a better step. demonstration. Exactly. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I think, I think based Crown's, on the DLCs, yeah. we can see that that's the direction they really want to go. It's just that they didn't have either the time, the know-how, the experience in the in the game engine uh, before that, and then. As, yeah. as they show their DLC, they're showing that mm-hmm. they're getting better at that. Oh no, you can go at any direction instead of just fa- following a specific route. Um, yeah. So and that's the I'm thing excited is, for like, the next one. Oh, absolutely. Like, and, absolutely. And that would be the thing where you can easily put areas restricted behind HMs. Like, or, mm-hmm. um, I purposely say HMs because, like, it, you don't want people to, like, run through to the end of the game without any badges. Right. Grab, like, their, all their, like, overpowered mythic, like, mm-hmm. pseudo-legendaries, yep. and then start the game with that. Like, you can put things behind other barriers that require you to do other things before. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, like, but, like, you keep a level cap, so it's like, oh, everything is kind of, like, capped at this level until you do Or this. vice versa, you can have the game also escalate with you, and then you choose which gyms you want to go and get. Well, that's exactly what happened with the wild area, yep. right? I mean, it scales exactly. with you. And I, I think that's definitely, definitely a good sign. I mean, the sales numbers are, I mean, I'm still waiting to see, like, if they finish out the decks and, like, I think everything's going to be fine. I think, I think Gen 9 is going to sell spectacularly. Mm-hmm. If they don't finish the decks, I can still see there being, like, some, I mean, fix the timer and I think you fix a lot more issues, personally. <laughs> <laughs> But if they fix some, like, if they fix a couple of those issues before the game's out, I, because my, my worry has been, like, if people are truly unhappy with Sword and Shield, it's not gonna, it really reflected in the Sword and Shield sales numbers. That doesn't make any sense. People are gonna buy the game. I think that's the thing, like, people are just like, look how good Sword and Shield is. All those people were wrong. And it's like, I, yeah, let's calm down. <laughs> it's not gonna affect the Sword and Shield numbers. It's gonna affect the, uh, next game's numbers. Oh. Because if they're just like, oh, I'm not happy with Sword and Shield, I'm done. You know? I think there's they, they uh on. there I think there's a lot less people that think that way uh if they're already if they're already fans of Pokemon it seems to me and why the disconnect in numbers is that the people who are usually complaining um they still buy them Oh no no that's what I think I think arguments genuinely the same Yeah I think there's a lot less people that go like oh I bought this and I'm like eh, yeah I'm not going to buy the next one uh if they're not already you know, if Sword and Shield was their first Pokemon game, then yes, I can understand that. But um, I don't think that's the case for anyone else. 
I think you're also missing the demographic because I think a huge demographic of people who bought into this 19 million. So for reference for everybody at home, uh, Sun and Moon sold 16.2 million. X and Y sold 16.5 million or four five million. Excuse me. And uh, let's let's go hit 2.5, 12.5 million. Finally, good for it. Good for it. Good job. Let's go. I, I think there's another group of pe- another demographic of people who bought Sword and Shield that were not really. Um, we're not really discussing at all. A lot of people that bought Sword and Shield are like first time back to Pokemon in a very long time people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say this is reminiscent of Gen 6 for me. I'll say there's, there was a big bump between like in, in Gen 6 because, oh, I know a lot of people and a lot of my friends personally where we all stopped. Well, we stopped playing Pokemon as much in Gen 5 and we all got back into it in Gen 6 because mm-hmm. it looked amazing and the games were good. I agree with that. And I think I, the same thing happened with Sword and Shield, but I think to a greater extent, just because mm-hmm. a lot of people already had a Switch. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people already had a Switch. Or gave people a reason to buy a Switch. A lot of people who wouldn't have bought a 3DS that played video games probably own a Switch and not a 3DS. Yeah. And I, I think that is a big thing. And they go, oh, it's been a really long time since I played a Pokemon game. It's on the console that I own. Let me buy it. And also, it's also console Pokemon. And everybody's like, oh, man, console Pokemon. I've been waiting for this. And everybody was yeah. getting off the go uh, bangwagon, too. Uh, so there was a lot of revived um, yeah. hype over Pokemon. Absolutely. Like, the, these numbers are definitely, they're impressive. I still think they can make Pokemon Sword and Shield even better. Just, like, more DLC. Like, do it for, like, just support it for, like, three years and then come out with the next game. That's all I want, honestly, from Pokemon now. Like, come out with one game and support it for two years afterwards with DLC. And then give me the next one. Like, that's so what, what I want. what about my Gen 4 remakes, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> I think remakes are antiquated. And I, I don't want to give them any more excuses to remake Kanto. Oh, no, God. But I, want, but I want my remake of Sinnoh. I'm at the point, like, after we got, like, the Gen 2 remakes, I was just like, any other remakes on top of this is icing on the cake. Yeah. Yes. Because I don't really care. I would much rather, if it, if it was the difference, if they go to me, if it, if Junichi Masuda came up to me and he said, what do you want, Thatch? Because um, he would never do this. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> He's listening. What are you talking about? He he probably does listen, and that's yeah. why the, everything happens the opposite of the way I say it. I think he has a vendetta <laughs> against me. If he were to come up to me, I would just be like, "Hey, what I would, all I want from you, uh, if like if this is what helps you guys design better games, do two games per generation. I don't care. Yeah, do two games per generation, but give me one game and then support it for two years with DLC. Give me like two expansion passes with two sets of DLC that come out that drop two times throughout the year. Because I really love how like." especially this year particularly yeah. pokemon got got like two revivals where everybody was playing right for a few more weeks and i really really like that mm-hmm. because like what really happened in sun and moon was there was like a huge drop off i would say that kind of happened in x and y but not as much yeah well x and y had a i think it was a quick shift into oras and then there was a long drought yes that sounds right at least so X and Y came out in 2013, then we had a little over a year before Oras came out, then Oras came out, and then there was two years before we got Sun and Moon, which is unfortunate. Um, it looked like there were plans for an X and Y too, just as a heads up. It's like, they just yeah. like leaked some some stuff about that, by the way. The C version, the, the legendary C versions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So apparently that was like a plan to do that. They probably ditched it because of the 20th anniversary. If you, if you ask me, um, I think... I don't want any more remakes. I would rather have them 
uh, do the virtual console on the Switch and bring me the old games back, which yes, totally absolutely. Tra- uh, usable with Pokemon Bank, so you can transfer Pokemon from the originals. And if you need to revisit, because um, my feeling about no more remakes it com- uh, does conflict with my feeling that I want to revisit all regions. If you are going to do old regions, just do a new story, new gym leaders. Tell me the story of Sinan ten years after the events of right. You know, we uh, just want sequels. Exactly. We just want just sequels. give me a sequel in that region with with and where I can explore and see all the changes. Oh, look, the son of this gym leader, daughter of this gym leader, whatever they want to make mm-hmm. it. Because apparently, gym leaders are royalty because they have to do a line. Uh, but um, <laughs> but that's what I really want. I don't want them to. I don't want any more remakes. I don't want to play the same thing with just better graphics. I I don't disagree with you at all. Like, so we have the 25th anniversary coming up next year. And honestly, if they really want to blow me away, one, I don't need a new game. Please do for the love of God. Don't give me a new game. If you're going to give me expansion pass content again, because I'd much rather have that because I think it would be really cool to just like hop on the Galar star tournament again or whatever they're calling it now. Um, the Glorian star tournament and you add to it and you throw in some like classic characters, right? Throwing red, throwing blue, yep, throwing throw Cynthia, all the other champions. Yeah. Jason, yeah. Jesse James from Go. Oh, oh no. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> oh, no. At that point, just throw in, like, Archie and... Uh, Maxi. the Magma leaders. Maxi, yeah. Like, I'd be super happy with, like, a bunch of that kind of stuff coming in, like, a DLC update again. Um, like, and they finish the decks. Like, 2021 could be, like, a crazy year where they're just like, we're going to finish the decks and make Pokemon Sword and Shield the best Pokemon games ever. And I'd be like, high fives, yeah! We did it! And I, like, the only thing that sits in the back of my head occasionally is, like, well, they already gave us all the legendaries, right? Or, like, a majority of the legendaries, minus the Gen 4 legendaries, which tells me there's probably a Gen 4 remake on the horizon. Which I'm okay with, because I want to. I know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. Just, like, it's just sitting there in the back of my head. They've, they've also left out, like, four, four sets of starters. I, I would love that. Mm. I mean, I honestly think Sword and Shield's done really well. Like, it's definitely exceeded my expectations in terms of a life, in terms of its lifespan. Like, I really expected it to kind of fizzle out within, like, a couple of months after release, but it's done very well just, like, staying relevant in my mind, at least. So, like, and that's the thing, like, I, I keep hearing people hating on the Sword and Shield games, and I, I don't, understand that in my mind because i i think i thought sword and shield was a great game like i enjoyed going through it wasn't the biggest fan of dynamax but still i thought it had a great concept i thought it was a great i thought it had a good fun little story and that i left room for improvement with the dlcs and those have added to it so the the argument to me for me is like if they had to leave room for an improvement i don't think they should leave room for improvement like make it a good base game and then add dlc that we still want on top of it right because I love the DLC they added in. Oh, the DLC is fantastic. I have nothing but good things to say about the DLC. You can go listen to Isle all of the episodes. Okay, of Di- but yeah. Isle of Armor, I think, is a really good example of just like a generic DLC you could do. Yeah. I think Crown Tundra yeah. is a much better like story-based DLC you can do. And honestly, so like, um, I think I talked about this briefly on the show, but like if they do do Gen 4 remakes in uh, in 2021, let's say they do that, they can still fulfill my dream of DLC. Yeah, Ar- the whole Arceus story and yeah, whatnot. they could they could do they could do mythical stories just like the myth because uh, Gen Four was like the last game that where we had the question about it in the trivia actually where like you could go get Pokemon or the mythicals and you can go catch them yourselves. Now what you do is you just give me 
your your pokemon or you give me like the tickets to go do those mythical adventures and expand upon them a little bit and i i go get dark right i go get shaman i go get i i go get arceus you know it's a good time Mm -hmm. what if the uh Gen 4 remake is actually a DLC for Sword and Sealed. I would also be okay with that. I don't I don't know that it should be a remake. Uh, I think it should can't. be a sequel, but it's it, that yeah. you get into a weird area. Like I would love to see like a like this is like the dream would be a Sinnoh, I don't want to say remake, but like a Sinnoh 2 yeah, in the Sin- era of Dino uh, not Dynamax, Mega Evolution. Oh yeah, my, absolutely. yeah. So think of it like an X and Y sequel but in gen 4 yeah I, I think that's also the thing that you can do to like really sell the next thing right like we got all the legends in in sword and shield now but i think the only thing that you can really do to top that is bring back mega evolution yeah because that's i think that's the one thing people want back more than like anything else yeah absolutely i think mega evolution is such a beloved mechanic and just the designs themselves are so beloved i have to tell you as a person that didn't really enjoy mega evolution the first time around and now am with it without them i actually do miss them and i would prefer them to come back so now this would be the other fun thing they can do is they've done all these regional variants from like alola and uh oh you could you could add in like sino flip it yeah yeah and do like a sino regional of like i don't know let's say like corvinite or yamper and suddenly there's now a sino like regional variant of it like you can take all these new mods and that like that gives a way to like feel certain things like you can't do it for everything i understand they didn't put in a lot of forms for that reason but you could do a lot of stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like they can give a whole expansion and be like, oh, after this event happened, uh, people from this region started bringing over these mons and they started to do adapt involved. So I think I want to end it here before we go on too much of a tirade. Uh, but uh, they, I mean, I think it was a good discussion. So we're going to take a short break and we're going to be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you on the flip flop. <laughs> episode and welcome to the pokemon of the episode our pokemon of the episode this week is national dex number 894 regilecki the electron pokemon this pokemon is a cluster of electrical energy it's said that removing the rings on regilecki's body will unleash the pokemon's latent power i like it i like it it is adorable. I find it very adorable. It's okay. I like that he dances and he bounces. Yeah. The dancing is the best part. So Reggie Alecki is a Reggie, but it, so most Reggies have like a 200 stat unless you're Registeel. And then, uh, and what they did, it was very cute this time and they spun it in a very cute way for Reggie Drago and Reggie Alecki. And oh. so Reggie Alecki's stat spread is base 80 HP, base 100 attack, which isn't too shabby, base 50 defense, which is bad. Base 100 special attack, not too shabby. Base 50 special defense, which is bad. And then he is now officially the fastest Pokemon of all time with a base 200 speed. <laughs> so it's very cute. His move pool is also um, pretty narrow. <laughs> IMO. Uh, I would I would have said abysmal. Um, it is. I was trying to be nice. He does have access to ancient power, though. Um, and then every other electric move, no demand. An explosion. <laughs> and he gets, uh, and he also gets access to acrobatics and bounce. Oh, wow. And that is it. Uh, that is your Reggie Lucky. <laughs> but today we have a VGC team put together by the good guys over in that, in that, in that chat. Uh, 
No, it was Linian. This was this was Linian's idea that we all like him and Sigma started okay. with, and we've all tinkered with a little bit. Uh, so Reggie Alecki is on this team with a life orb to do all the damage. Uh, it's got his transistor ability, which uh, let me remind myself. Um, One point five times all electric moves. Yep, there we go. Yep, it just boosts electric moves by fifty percent, so that's good. Um, base he has got two fifty two special attack, two fifty two speed, modest nature. With Electroweb for speed control, protect, rising voltage, because electric terrain would be really nice to have and do more damage with, mm-hmm. and hyperbeam, because you want to do all the damage. I was going to ask, what's the what's the point in hyperbeam there? Uh, hitting, hitting, hitting heart with a normal special heart. attack? Okay. Yeah. Like, it's a, I think it's more like a, you're down to, like you're facing a guard chomp, and it's one-on-one, and you need yes. to just hit it to kill it. Yes. And you can't hit it otherwise or something. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. That's my only guess, but... If it goes big, too, you get a max strike with it as well. Yeah, which is nice. So, and then we also have the supporting Whimsicott uh, holding ring target with Prankster. 252 HP, 252 speed. Uh, Jolly. Uh, Yes, it is uh, Tailwind Switcheroo to give that ring target. Beat up for the Cobalion that is also on this team. And Trick Room to set up Trick Room. Trick Room on a Whimsicott's kind of weird, but I'll take it. It's to counter Trick Room. Oh, to count I, that makes sense to me. Yes. Yeah. So if you see Trick Room on the other team, because Reggie Alecky yep. is so yep. fast, you wanna, you know, counter. You wanna it. counter Trick Room. Yep. Makes sense. But yes, tell us more. Uh, tell tell us more. As you mentioned, with the Whimsicott, and it has beat up, so we're pairing that with Cobalion. You know, with an expert belt, justified uh, Jolly Nature, two fifty two attack, two fifty two speed, four special defense with bounce, Iron Head, close combat, and Stone Edge. This is one of your prime Dynamax users because it gets mm. that speed mm-hmm. and everything else you need with it. It's pretty much a standard Cobalion with an expert belt. And then we also have Buzzwool with an assault vest. Uh, and this thing surprisingly takes a lot more hits than you would expect. I believe it. It's an adamant nature, 252 HP, 252 attack, 4 special defense. Like this is, this is like your best answer against Trick Room kind of a little mm-hmm. bit depending on what they bring, because you can take a lot of these hits, and you have Drain Punch, Dual Wing Beat, Leech Life, and High Horsepower. So you can take on those stack attackers, take on the Glass Gears, kind of. I didn't realize uh, he got uh, Dual Wing Beat. Ooh. Yeah, it, it makes him a Dynamax user for Max Airstream. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot you can do, and the Beast Boost just can slowly start going out of control. Yes, absolutely. Nice. Well, it's paired up with one of my favorite regional Pokemons, uh, new regional Pokemon, which is the Zapdos, the Galar version. It has the uh, Adrenaline Orb for the extra... What does Adrenaline Orb add? Speed. Speed. Interesting. It has the ability Defiant, and you'll find it with the EV spread of 252 in attack, 4 in speed, and 252 in... Sorry, 4 in special defense, and 252 in speed with a jolly nature. It has Thunderous Kick... Brave Bird, Stomping Tantrum, and Blaze Kick. Yeah, with all of the Intimidates running around between Incineroar and Landorus, this kind of just lets you go, all right, you're going to Intimidate me? Well, I'm going to get plus one attack and plus one speed. Yep. yep. It's a way to counter those things. And back again, Heatron. He keeps popping up. With Air Balloon for that extra defense on the first hit, and uh, includes the ability Flash Fire with the EV spread of 252 HP, 252 Special Attack, and 4 Special Defense. The Modest Nature with an IV of 0 Attack, you're going to go and hit with Heat Wave, Protect, Scorching Sands, and Flash Cannon. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I mean, that's a that's a Heatran. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you other than, yeah, that's a heat train, all right. I, I think the the more exciting thing is the ring target on the Wimsy Cut. Yeah, because it, it's meant for another counter to la- uh, Landorus. Yes. You ring target Landorus and suddenly it dies. Yep. To an Regieliki. Yep. I think that's the I think that's the coolest thing is that uh, ring target on the Whimsicott. That's that's the that's really the answer. That's the thing to watch <laughs> out for. I I'm very excited for that. But yeah, this is a team. If you want to watch it uh, beat up somebody, you can check out uh, Claude and P Mickey's video on Friday. Right? Is this the one you're going to use? Yep, we'll be using this one. Perfect. Okay. On that note, then we are going to go ahead and uh, switch it on over to the uh what's that what's that next segment the mailbag <laughs> all right it's mail time sending your emails mail! and welcome to the mailbag the mailbag is brought to you by the fictional energy drink green toros the energy drink that gives you hooves Hooves. And as always, we'll give out the Green Taurus badge to any email we deem worthy. If you would like to send us an email, this is the part of the show that we'll read them at PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Last week, we asked you guys, I guess, more what your thoughts on Crown Tundra were in Dynamax Adventures or if you had any good stories about it. So we've got three of them lined up for you today. I'm very excited for it. Uh, so our first email this week is going to be from Zay Paladin. Hey, Puckle people. First off, I wanted to give you a big shout out for making my night shifts much more bearable. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for listening and making us a part of your night shift. Yes. Listening to Pokemon discussion helps the time breeze by. Crown Tundra has been a blast for me so far. From my favorite four times week to ground and fighting armored Triceratops returning, Agron, to the wonderful addition Peony, who, in my opinion, is the most accurate father figure. Oh my god, I just realized that he's a Triceratops. Oh my god, you just blew my mind. Sorry, keep going. In my opinion, (laughs) he is the most accurate father figure in any video game. His boomer-like quirks and almost childlike wonder are hilarious, especially when contrasted with how serious he is when possessed by Calyrex. The drawings made me laugh aloud. Maybe I'm biased because I took quite the break from Pokemon and Sword and Shield the first time I actually... I'm actually... And Swish is the first time I'm actually playing competitively, but it's amazing how easily you can jump into the competitive scene. You were so correct, actually. Mm-hmm. What Isle of Armor began with EV wipes and the Sand Lady, move tutors and expanding the decks, Crown Tundra continued with the ability patch and vitamins for Dynite Ore. While this means that my Series 16 needs a tune-up, I have never been happier to playing a Pokemon game, and it's been a morale boost having new things to add and do and Pokemon to use. I hope it continues, bro. I hope yeah. it continues. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but, I'm but sure. But the decks I- it. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, we don't know if they're fixing Dexit yet or not. We don't know the answer. <laughs> I'm not going to claim that they have fixed it until it's actually fixed. Anyway, I'm sure I've been going on for too long. I'll have to submit my competitive team on Discord and see how I can workshop it. Here's a brief teaser. It includes weakness policy, bulldoze, and clear body, but not on Metagross. <gasps> Is it on Regirock? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for all... For all the eight-hour shifts, you help make all the brighter Zay Paladin. Well, you're welcome, buddy. You're welcome. He gets the green Taurus badge because he said nice things to me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Next email is going to be from Mega Flygon, and Jushiro, you have this one. Absolutely, and it starts with, hey, Thatch and dignified co-host. Aw, he thinks I'm dignified. You guys are dignified. That's a lie. 
I already love them. For, see, another another green batch. We should sue for libel. <laughs> Mega Flygon here again with for another mailbag. Two, actually, since I didn't have the time to write last week. So what do I think about uh, Crown Tundra? Well, I finished the main story and I think that it is superior to Isle of Armor. I actually felt like I wanted to help Calyrex on like Cup. True. I got my pseudo-legend dragons and added them to my team and have started to EV train them. I only have Viridion and Keldio to capture. Funny story, I spent two hours chucking balls at Viridion and never even got the ball to shake more than once. Sigh. Welcome to Capture Rate 3 Legendaries. We brought them back. Everybody asked for it by popular demand. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm actually glad it's back. It made things more interesting. Yeah. I like it. I don't like having to catch them easily. Um, yeah. I, I would prefer more like puzzles at the beforehand, but I think the Reggie puzzles were really nice too. They were. I, I enjoyed it. If only they didn't put Articuno in the stupid hail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I suffered through that. And next, what do I think about Dynamax Adventure? Well, my first impression with the video that the company, that the Pokemon company showed us wasn't good. But upon trying it, I find that I greatly enjoy it. I've caught a shiny Rayquaza. Wow. And a hunt, uh, and hunting a shiny Ho-Oh. So yeah, I like it a lot. Well, that's all. Thanks for reading and I hope it wasn't too long. Mega Flygon over and out. No, it's kind of like, I really like Dynamax Adventures. Oh, good. I don't know how much you've played with them, Jushiro, but like I played it's, it for uh, a few. Uh, I, I at first I was like, oh, more Dynamax, but then I realized that the, the mechanics are slightly different. I do enjoy that they have they have no shields, which is one of the things that really mm-hmm. annoyed me yes. of the original one. I hate. I would prefer. Why didn't they just give them millions of HP? Just give them so much HP that when you critical hit, it's a quarter out. Uh, right, but don't stop the damage because part of I think a missed opportunity in Grandmas in in raid something that we've been doing since whoa, uh, World of Warcraft is that you want to see how much damage you can do, right? And you want to like prep your your team Pokemon whatever you're playing to do whatever see how much damage you can do and the fact that the original Gigantamax would limit you by a shield just completely destroy that and it 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 just this time it's much better. I agree with that. I definitely agree mm-hmm. with that. I really like them in general. I, I think it's really cool they, as, that they implemented it as like a shiny hunting method, but like a social shiny hunting method. Yes. Yeah. So like, we, like I can shiny hunt, but I have to do it with my friends. And yeah. I'm okay with that. I like the idea of doing it with my friends. You can do it by yourself. It's just much more difficult. It's way more difficult. And I like doing that because it's like made my wife play more online and stuff like that. It's been a good nice. time. Yep. All right. We got one more email from Upside Down Malamar. There you go. You got it. And he says, hello again, Puckle Peeps. Upside down Malamar back for another mailbag and another round of stupid crap. Nothing much (laughs) has been happening here. I ate all my candy in two days and got some wireless earbuds. I'm sad because I I keep forgetting to send my emails in time. Hopefully this is not too late because if it is, I'll be triggered. Malamar made you you. Woo! For now. (laughs) And finally, I got got my YouTube channel up after weeks of procrastinating. (laughs) Now for my weekly, or in this case, tri-weekly showdown crap. Haven't been doing much. I've just mainly been using the uh, my rain team. I smacked people with... Dow's Technoblast until it got banned. Dow's Technoblast Genesect until it got banned. And <laughs> smacking people with Stone Edge Liquidation banded Swiss Swim Kabutops too. 
Sadly, I can't think of any memes, so none of those. <laughs> now for the mailbag. But before that, I would like to state I'm crying internally right now. Hmm? Uh, I, I lost my Switch the day before Crown Tundra came out. <gasps> I am so sorry for you. Oh my god. How that... did you lose it? I don't know. We gotta find out. Right back and tell us how you lost your Switch. He didn't tell us. Like, this is what... What a what a cliffhanger. No badge for you. I can feel you. I lost my... my... 3DS once, and it was Poco actually that that makes that sense. uh recuperated for me. Thank you guys, all of you. That yeah, remember yeah, we that, did. That That's funny. true. I do remember that. But uh I can feel you, man. I I know because it's not just that you lost, you know, your system. You lost all your progression and all the Pokemon's you had and everything. Oh, horrible. So sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Showdown has been my only way to enjoy it, so I guess I can't answer the question. Now maybe I can get a certain badge, if you know what I mean. I, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, but you know what? I think Zay Paladin won the Green Taurus badge today. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotta write back and tell us how the story finished. We need explanations. Yeah. yeah, we need to know how you lost your switch. There's too many question marks. The story's not complete in my mind. Yeah, so for next week, everyone just email Thatch your your best how I lost my blank oh my, story. Oh my gosh, no. Do not do that. <laughs> no, what I really want next week, like if people want to email us next week, I think they should go ahead and email us at PucklePodcast at gmail.com and tell us what they hope what they hope to see from Pokemon in 2021. That's what mm. I want to know. I'm very excited to see that. Also send in your lost Switch stories. Oh my god, we're so close to the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's very close to the end of the year. It's crazy, man. But I want to see what Pokemon 2021, what people want from Pokemon 2021, because we'll find out what we're getting probably in February. Yeah. Probably in February. For the anniversary. Yeah, the anniversary. Uh, well, no, it's, yeah, it's just Pokemon Day yeah. on the 27th, but we'll find out. But yeah, on that note, though, uh, thank you for that. And say, Paladin, if you're on the Discord server, send us a message. We'll get you that green Taurus badge. If you would like to keep up with Puckle throughout your week in your Puckly goodness, come over to the Discord server, like I just said. <laughs> Uh, link is in the show notes. You should also follow us over on social media, Twitter, mostly Twitter. We do a lot on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and uh, Instagram. You can also go ahead and follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. You can also go ahead and follow us on YouTube at youtube.com slash pucklepodcast. Uh, the Twitch one's weird. I apologize. It's off-brand. <laughs> turns out that we made a justin.tv account like way back in the day. Oh, wow. Oh. I don't remember doing it. <laughs> I don't remember doing it, but we did, and we missed the deadline to get the name transferred over to a Twitch.tv account. <laughs> so we're stuck at a different account. And then we could probably email Twitch and get that figured out, get that sorted out. Yeah. But and then you can also support us in a couple different ways. One by going over to Twitch, dropping a Twitch Prime subscription. You could also go ahead, uh, go over to T Public, buy a T-shirt or a tapestry. And, and support us that way. You could also finally go over to... What's that other one? You could also go over to Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. That one's not important at all. That one's very important because <laughs> if you would like if you would like Fall League badges, like pins, we will be selling them on Etsy. Oof. However, if you are at the $15 tier this month, you will get a coupon code for Etsy that will make those badges free plus free domestic shipping so that you can get them shipped to your house for free. Um, if you're at the $15 tier, so I'm essentially giving you a, fi- I'm giving you like way more than a $5 off coupon. It's like a $7 off coupon to to Ooh. just join the Patreon, right? And on top of that, you still get all the other goodies because we're still giving away horses and like Reggie's this month as well. So keep that, keep that noted. 
But other than that, I think that's everything. So here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I have been Trainer Thatch. Some say I've been Lord Jashiro. I'm Claude Nine. And it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.